Stay tuned to the end of this podcast for a very special announcement. This is Millennially Speaking, a podcast about politics, pop culture, and everything in between. I'm David Latimer, and my co-host, as always, is Sherelle Boyer. Hi, how are you? I'm good. How are you? I'm doing well. So, today, first thing that we want to talk about, biggest news story of kind of last week, but also continuing into this week, is the college admissions scandal. Drama. So, (laughs) um, basically, for anyone that hasn't heard about the details of it, um, there's allegations that, uh, actually, there was a... um, like a 200-page document that has all the information about 204-page affidavit. Basically, it had, here are the allegations, bribing exam administrators to facilitate cheating on college and university entrance exams, bribing coaches and administrators of elite universities to nominate unqualified applicants as recruited athletes or favored candidates, uh, thus facilitating the applicant's admission, and using a charitable organization to conceal the source and nature of laundered bribery payments. Now, the most interesting part of this is that there were, like, celebrities and famous parents that were caught up in this. Um, Lori Loughlin from Full House and Fuller House. Oh. Aunt Becky, I know. What? She's and, perfect. And Felicity Huffman were both caught up in this. Now, I don't know about you, but I'm a little annoyed that rich people felt the need to cheat like this. Um... I just always thought this was how rich people got into college. <laughs> right. I thought, well, it's obvious that rich people are advantaged when it comes to, to college. They are sure. super privileged when it comes to college. That's why I always thought it was just this was their thing. Like, that you kind of just brought a situation. You confirmed a situation that most people thought. Right. And, and it bothered me that, like, I always thought there were other ways. Like, obviously, you people that, like, donate to schools or things like that. Like, oh, that's a way to, like... Not bribe, but kind of bribe, like openly yeah. bribe. Um, but it's like, I kind of didn't realize that this kind of thing was illegal. Like, if I'm being honest, <laughs> if I'm being 100% honest. Yeah, no, I don't think, I mean, it's really sad because we're talking about people are losing their uh, endorsements. Mm-hmm. And um, poor Aunt Becky, her daughter is like endorsed by Amazon or something yeah, like well, that. Yeah, she's, well, she's an influencer. She's like an Instagram influencer. So like... And her page is getting backlash she yeah turned her comments off i had to you know i had to go for the tea you had to check um, it out i did she turned her comments off but um i know that her mom lost all of her hallmark endorsements which she's like the mother of hallmark or every time around christmas time i always <laughs> watch i always watch her pity or her movies they're so good they're so cheesy though i mean it's perfect the teacher from a big town goes to a small town and meets her husband that's great that's a perfect christmas love story and she, he teaches her the real value of Christmas. Okay. <laughs> I don't know. I just, the I think the real issue is, um, or one of the issues with it is also, who do you get mad at in this situation? And, and who do you blame? So you've got college administrators and people like that who are either, you know, aware of it or they're just sort of like ignoring it or like it's sort of an understood thing that this kind of thing happens. Right. Um, plus there's also the issue of, do you fault somebody like, what's her name, Olivia Jade? Yeah. Um, Lori Loughlin, her, her, her Loughlin's daughter. daughter. She is a famous person, too. She's not, she is in the spotlight and she's chosen to be in the spotlight. So do you also then, can you be mad at her and can you also, like, take issue with her? And, and can you attack her online? Like, is that, no. like, a thing that people can do? Or, no, like... I mean, why? Your parents are rich enough to buy your life into something? Mm-hmm. Isn't that the point of being rich in America? Oh, yeah. And being privileged, unfortunately? Like, 
I mean, I wish I had somebody paying or my parents could pay someone to take my SATs. Screw the university I went to. I could go to Yale. Mm -hmm. And my last name could be a building. Exactly. I feel like you kind of, I feel like if your parents spent a million dollars, donated it to a university, your last name's in this building, shouldn't you go to that college for free? I mean, I just have a huge issue with the idea that, like, these rich people could already afford to go to these kinds of expensive schools. Now, of course, they do have to be admitted. But why are... We're already admitting mediocre rich kids into these kinds of schools. (laughs) So why do we resort to these kinds of cheating methods to do it? Like, these parents are already doing... Like I said, they're already doing these, you know, quote-unquote legal forms by making donations and you know legal bribing so why would you resort to something like this i mean it is it was a huge they they used um the rico laws which is like a racketeering thing it's right. like to take down big organizations like this was a big deal this I wasn't was just surprised. like a small this is a big network of people there were like i think it was like somewhere around like 50 people or something were involved it's the in this majority of hollywood yeah well there were a lot of famous parents that got involved in this and i won't lie when i first heard the story i was like wow like actors went to harvard yeah (laughs) actors went to yale like you didn't need that yeah like i know a few people right now that aren't even looking at universities Mm -hmm. and they're pretty i don't want to say they're well off but i mean you don't need to go to these giant universities for an acting job right and i'm just wondering like specifically somebody like olivia jade so she already has built a career as an influencer and being online and doing things like that not why does she need to go to college? Because, like, we understand why, but why does she need to go to college? Like, honestly, she has a career. She has a, a very comfortable she has life. money, yeah. Yeah, she, I mean, she's, not that she can't, like, want to better herself and want to do more, but... I mean, we all know how this works out. You go to college, you meet this guy who's very smart and he's rich, and then you're well off. So then you have a bachelor's degree for no reason. And the best part about it, you have this piece of paper and you didn't work for it. Mm-hmm. And on top of that, have you seen her dorm room? Mm-hmm. Amazon takes care of that. Oh, own. of course. You, well, <laughs> when you're sponsored by Amazon, you can get whatever you want. Jealous. I just don't get somebody like her um, and somebody like... Uh, Lori Lachlan wanting to just sort of throw everything away because like they all knew this was illegal and somehow some way you were going to get caught doing the illegal activity why would you not just be like every other rich person and just do it the sketchy skeezy way but totally legal way I'm just so but at the same time how does it look because we obviously they cheated because they were insecure oh, they probably weren't that smart even though Aunt Becky I think is very intelligent but mm, anyhow she got caught though <laughs> Um, but could you imagine seeing these famous people at your local community college? Mm-hmm. Could you? I, I can't, but I to feel like them, they're going to have to now. Yeah. And unfortunately to them, I feel like that they think that other universities and community colleges would be so degrading to their career. Mm-hmm. You wouldn't be like the average person anymore. You would be that celebrity that goes to a local college. It'd be like, he's not smart. She's not this. She's not that. Well, unfortunately, it looks like the only place that someone like Olivia Jade will be getting into now is the University of Phoenix Online. So, oh, um, unfortunately, you. sorry, um, blame your mom. So here's a fun idea. I'm scared. So I decided uh, we are just going to ask each other random questions. So <laughs> I cannot take credit for these. I found these online, but... 
I figured it would be a fun little thing to do. They're like icebreakers. They're like conversation starters. So um, why don't you hit me with the first sort of conversation starter? I suck at conversations, but let's go. What would be the absolute worst name you could give your child? Oh, man. I think... No, well, you're the Kidding. worst. But I think so. My last name is Latimer, mm-hmm. so I think anytime that there's like an er name, I feel like is bad. So like, I don't know. An er. So like Hunter Latimer, I feel like would be bad. <laughs> Hunter, Hunter Latimer. Latimer. Like I don't dislike that name, but I feel like I can't do that to my child or or some. Or, I don't you know. can't. You can't. Arthur Latimer. That'd be pretty bad, oh, too. That would be... Arthur Latimer is probably the worst because it's a bad name, but it's also an er. What is the best type of cheese? Pepper Jack. Really? I like everything hot and spicy. Yeah, but the rest of the cheese is so bland. No, that's why you have all those peppers in there. Mm-mm. Cheddar or like sharper oh. cheddar or mm-hmm. like... <sighs> You're just so lost. No, I like... <laughs> I, I really like sharp cheese. Oh, no. Pepper Jack all the way. That like kick that you get when you have like pepper jack cheese and crackers, you're like, wasn't expecting that kick. Oh, this one's a really good conversation starter. And I also want to know your opinion on this. Is a hot dog a sandwich? Dun, dun, dun. Uh, I'm going to say a hot dog is not a sandwich. Really? No. Because I think it's it's kind of on its own. Almost. How? I don't know, because, like, I feel like a bun, like a hot dog bun, is not a sandwich. Or that's not, like, a... I don't know. Oh. It just feels like it wouldn't be. It just feels weird, you know? No, they belong. No, like, if you have, like, a sausage sandwich. Sorry, mm. sa- sausage. 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 <laughs> um, if you have that or, like, I don't know. It, it's... Oh. It doesn't feel like one. Can I ask you, like, another question that kind of goes with that one? Huh? Okay. Is cereal soup? Oh, No. What? That's not a question. No, cereal's not soup. It's not? No. Well, then, I don't know. No. I'm conflicted. In one sentence, how would you sum up the internet? In one sentence, the hot mess of fun, the most hot mess of fun you could possibly have. Does that make sense? That's pretty, uh, I think, all-encompassing. Yeah. It it covers all the bases. Horrible, good, great. And hilarious at yeah. the same time. No, that covers I, it all, I think. Ugh, when the Wi-Fi's down, I die inside. <laughs> I'm like, ugh. Got another one? I do. Um, Toilet paper. Over or under? This is a big deal. Oh my gosh, no, it's over. If you've ever seen... Really? Do you do under? Oh my gosh, I, what I am you? that. I am that you, under person. Oh, you're a heathen. <laughs> no. If you look at the diagram of how toilet paper is supposed to be, like, it's supposed to be over. Because if it's under, it can, like, get wet. Yeah, but... Oh, and wait, how, how? Look, if you if you're trying to get the toilet paper and say it gets lost, okay, how do I find it? I'm like, it gets lost, right? Okay, but okay, let me say this: I grew up with putting it under, but now that I live on my own, I don't pay attention to it, so I kind of whatever way it lands. Mm, you go both ways. <laughs> um, what is the weirdest thing a guest has done at your house? Hmm. To most people, this wouldn't be weird, but I think I just get this from (laughs) my grandpa was very strict on who could just open our refrigerator. (laughs) 
So I think it's very weird when people come to my house and they open my refrigerator. Really? I especially like, and you know, you have your friends and your friends like, you know, like if I have you come over to my house, we're obviously like friends. But it's just, I don't know. I don't go to other people's houses and open their refrigerators. They're like, oh, what do you have? I'm like, you know, I just have a bottle of water in there. Like, uh, I don't know. Maybe it's not weird. It's just a pet peeve. Okay. (laughs) Sure. What do you have? All right. How do you feel about people putting pineapple on pizza? Mm. I think we discussed this at one point and I said I was not in favor of it. Um, But I I said, because I said that it's, I understand why they like it because it's like a good contrast of flavor, Mm. but I don't support it. (laughs) You are not supported pineapple. No, I am (laughs) anti. Uh, What is an unwritten rule for where you work? Oh, the drama, an unwritten rule. It could be for either or any of your jobs <laughs> that you've ever had an unwritten rule. Um, Is it like, so when you say an unwritten rule, it's just something that we just all do. You all know. You all just understand. Nobody had to tell you. You all just understand. Um, <laughs> An unwritten rule that we all just understand. I don't know. The one guy I work with, he smells really bad. So we kind of just have this thing where we just don't look him in the eye. Cause oh, my God. <laughs> Wait, I had somebody like that really? before too. Yes, at my job, I had somebody like that, and we all just kind of like knew that that was a thing. It was just understood. It was like he's a really nice. We just don't look him in the eye. You just kind of have your head down because it's like if you look at him, he's gonna look back at you. And I feel like knowing me, I'm gonna be like, you stink. We all just give each other the eye every time we pass him. Oh my gosh, I felt so bad, but at the same time, I'm like, where deodorant? Exactly. I'm like. I, I want to feel bad for people like that, but I'm like, you didn't feel bad for me when you decided not to put deodorant on in a public place. So, <laughs> Sorry, not sorry. Sorry, not sorry. You're gross. So as the Democratic primaries are moving forward and we get more and more candidates, we're starting to hear more about policies and what exactly the policies are going to be for each of these candidates. Um So one that has actually been coming up in the last couple of weeks is reparations for slavery. Ooh, money. So I have opinions on this, but I'm going to let you talk first. What (laughs) several of the candidates have talked about it and have been in support, some in more support than others. But what is your take on reparations first? I think that reparations, I'm so in the middle with it. Mm Mm-hmm. Because I do think that, I mean, it would be a great thing to have, but I just don't think that it would make sense. Because, just hear me out, because I know I'm going to make a lot of people mad. But if you think about it, everyone is mixed with something. And if you go far enough back into someone's bloodline, you will find, you know, black in you or some sort of African in you so when it comes down to reparations for it if we ever were to go with it which would be great how do we where do we start I think that to me is my biggest issue is not the idea of some sort of repayment for slavery other than just we're sorry (laughs) something other than that I have no problem with but it's the logistics of how do you make that work in a way that everyone will like get on board with it? Because mm-hmm. like you said, 
everyone that has like a little bit of black in them, like, does it go to people who are full-blooded ancestors of an enslaved person? Or is it just one person that was enslaved? Is it, you know, say a white person has a distant, distant relative that was enslaved? Um, Is it just for people who are ancestors of African slaves? Or is it any black American? Because you also have people from um, Central America and from the islands that, you know, you you have this other argument that at the same time is about... um, just racial injustice about how people see you in America. So is it like repayment for slavery or is it repayment for racial injustice and inequity? Exactly. It's it's really hard to know. I feel like this is going to cause, like if this were to ever happen, it would be the biggest racial war possible. You're going to get a white backlash. Like, like I know um, on election night, 2016 Van Jones talked on CNN. He was like, this is a white backlash. Like this is a white lash, like electing Trump. And I was like, yeah, if you want to call it that, fine, but you're going to see a bigger one among those supporters if some kind of reparations without some kind of actual debate were mm-hmm. to go through. Because I think just simply cutting a check to whoever you decide would be worthy of money, I think there's going to be a huge, huge uproar over that. That and also... um. It's just something where it's like, I don't know. I feel like America's trying to do that thing where we're like, oh, let's try to keep, like, I don't see color and blah, blah, mm-hmm. blah. And then this is going to bring, I mean, imagine, like, <laughs> imagine, like, me being black, opening my check, and then a white kid walks by and are just like, oh, like, you got that because you're black. Mm-hmm. And Lucky because you're, like, you're black. Yeah. And you're like, but I did. <laughs> right. Like, I actually <laughs> just, did. Yeah. But you shouldn't see color. Right. Remember exactly. that. Right. And it's. <laughs> Not not to trivialize it, but, like, it's almost like when, in football, when the refs make a bad call one play, and then to make up for it, they make another bad call later against the other team, just to, like, sort of even it out, which kind of feels like... A pity party. Well, it, it kind of <laughs> feels, like, unnecessary to do that kind of thing, where it's like, you just shouldn't have made the bad call in the first place. Right, and, like, it's just something where, you know, people always say, well, we're all from Africa, but I do think that it's I mean, everyone will just end up getting a piece of money, and then how like the checks aren't even going to be big. We don't There's even too many we don't of even us. know. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. We're the quote unquote melting pot, and especially now more than ever, ever since the civil rights movement, there have been a lot more families that are you know interracial, and mm-hmm. and that's all great. But who then gets the money? Exactly. Like, like I'm not saying that this is an awful thing, but I do think this will take something that will take maybe like a decade or two to really figure out and where to put this in a budget. Oh honey, we've been at this since the <laughs> 1860s. But Ooh. I think I think the biggest issue is that we're trying to play catch up with this mm-hmm. because um this all goes back to post Civil War. Um this is all information that I'm getting from a Vox series on Netflix called Explained, and it's the very first episode about the racial wealth gap. Great episode. I suggest literally everyone in this country <laughs> needs to watch this episode because it explains everything. Yes, but, that's what we need, explanations. But basically what happened post-Civil War was um, the generals asked a group of um, black uh, Civil War fighters what exactly does the black community need to start their life over? Now that you're free, what do you need? Basically, what they said is we need land. Right. So, like um, 
the Union Army General William T. Sherman, uh, he set out Special Field Order 15. That is like, I think that field order was the biggest um, step forward. It, it would have been the biggest legislative thing, and I think it would have changed the entire course of the country because it gave, it was supposed to give black people 40 acres of land each. Yes. Right. And the problem with wealth is that, as anyone can tell you, it grows over time. Right. So back then when the country was first starting out and we were less than 100 years old at the time, anyone that had land basically from then on could build up what their fortune and their children's fortune, their children's children's fortune could be. So if they had land, they could either till it and make it, you know, for, yeah, they could, you know, grow things on it. They could have animals and sell product. They could just have a house on it, something. But that field order when Lincoln was assassinated was then overturned because of a white backlash. I think that would have been great. Yeah. That would have stopped. I feel like that would have definitely changed the direction of our country race wise. Yeah, because we the, would all might even be equal. I <laughs> you, I think you'd be a lot closer. But the problem is now black home ownership is so low and or much lower than um, other races, uh, specifically white people, which is why there's this question of, you know, what do we do? Do we give money? We missed the boat. Honestly, yeah. We and... completely missed it. So some of the candidates I know have been talking about uh, reparations. You said there was something going on with Bernie and he sort of like oh. backtracked on his support of reparations. I was so disappointed with this and I'm kind of upset that this isn't getting as much attention as it should. Um, as you know, as a Democrat and super liberal, I worked on a Bernie Sanders campaign. I think he's a great person. Do I think he should be our president? Absolutely not. We are not ready for a socialist country nor a socialist <laughs> president. But um, he actually did, he had a rally that he did and CNN caught him and a beautiful young African-American woman asked him how would he feel about um, him giving reparations. Mm-hmm. And he said, absolutely. Um, you know, it's something that black people deserve. And then he was later asked at, when that rally happened. I mean, black Twitter, everyone was like, yes, like Bernie's the man. And for a minute, I was like, OK, like if he can find a way, then great. But Bernie is also known for having um, all these great ideas with no money. So so when he was later asked about um, his reparations, he said, just uh, writing out a check, there's better ways to do this. I think that right now our job is to address the crisis facing the American people in our communities. So he took back his idea of reparations and he's like, didn't mean to say it. I mean, what was he going to say if he was asked that question? It was at a, that was a town hall, like a CNN thing. Yeah, it was like, like a rally or something. Uh, what was he going to say? No, I don't believe in reparations. Like, um, you say the truth. If that's how you well, feel, exactly, then yeah. Exactly. But how's that going to come across as, no, I don't think we should write a check, but we should invest in the communities. They've been hearing that for decades and decades. Right. But it's I, one of those things where like, he really should have had some kind of a real answer. Other right. Than, and like. I don't know. Me personally, I would have been okay if you were like, personally, I do think that we should have reparations because me personally, I feel like we should have reparations. But when you think about it, we can't afford to do that. There has to be another way for it. And that's what he should have said in his first rally instead of hyping everyone up because now you're looking like a liar. Mm. You're running for president. You're already giving out, you know, false or you're just spreading out lies and it's like we don't need that we've been lied to enough thank you
So, Sherelle, what do you have to get off your chest? Oh, this, oh, oh, I'm so mad right now. I ordered a package, and I ordered a package that is coming from Australia. Mm-hmm. I was told that my package would be here. I ordered three-day shipping. We're on day five. <laughs> this, what is it? It's, we're Wednesday. Oh, and it's not even at my house. No. It's, yeah. Um, why are you lying to me? What is up? I don't deserve to be lied to. Um, that's just something that's just, I hate ordering packages that are coming international Mm -hmm. because I know it's not going to take the right amount of time that you put on there. And granted, the, um, website was kind of shooting towards people that live in Australia. So me all the way in New Jersey, in America, you know, it's kind of unrealistic to say, okay, my package will be here in three days. But don't they hit lie you with that. Me. Did they hit you with that three to five business days? And, and <laughs> yes. you were and you were like, Ugh. "Are you a victim the, too?" Head, yes, I listen. I am one of those spoiled people on Amazon Prime. So when something does not arrive in two days, honestly, I get so triggered because, yes. like, especially no, 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 especially Amazon. I'll order something at just the wrong time on a Friday mm-hmm. or on a Thursday even, and it travels over the weekend. And then it doesn't get here until like Tuesday. And I'm like, exactly. Mm, you said two day shipping, but not including the weekends. But I thought Amazon Prime was like the most amazing company in the world. It is supposed to be there like yesterday. Yes. Like, oh, I just. just get, it um, should already be here when I think about it. Exactly. It should just be here. And I'm like, I'm so irritated. And at the same time, though, luckily, I kind of knew this was going to happen. I'm mm. a very, I'm an avid online shopper. So sometimes I get lucky. Sometimes I don't. This is unfortunately one of those situations. But it's okay because. I don't have anything to do this week besides work and I can look like crap going to work. So what's on your chest? So what I need to get off my chest is, um, I feel like you, you will absolutely agree with this. Um, I know this is not a new observation, but man, college debt is just ridiculous. Say it louder for the people in the back. So, so I think the, the biggest reason why I'm bothered by college debt specifically, and the reason I want to get it off my chest is, I really hate, like, there's a lot of people talking about, you know, our, our young people are, you know, so they take on all this college debt and they're, they're going to school and they're, they're trying to better their lives. Uh, and then millennials can't participate in the economy and do stuff because they're saddled with all this debt. We're broke. Yeah, you're right. We are (laughs) broke. I can't like home ownership is down and having children is down. We're not able to replace the generation before us because we're not having kids. Hello, we're in our twenties and apparently we're like old spinsters because we don't have like grandkids. Exactly. That's why we have to live in our parents' basement. Yeah, exactly. And what, you know what? And, and as for that, the whole parents' basement thing, why is that like a thing like am i not allowed to live in the bedroom i lived in as a kid Why? no that your parents don't want to see you once you i moved to the basement exactly like but it's so weird because within your college time that's the only time when you're on your own and you can pretty much be free because you're like i know i'll have that debt but i'll, I'll see that debt mm-hmm. in like four years once i graduate because when you're in college what is money really <laughs> it's nothing you're just like oh like twenty dollars like it's nothing right and and i'm just so like you take on all this debt because you're told you have to go to college and and there really is no choice, which, yes, of course, you're investing in your future. So you need to go to college. You need to make all this money. And then and then people want to say that millennials are lazy or millennials are snowflakes or special snowflakes that we go to college and we can't afford it. And we, oh. we spend too much money on avocado toast. Like, no, I, <laughs> I'm sorry. I need food to live. Exactly. And I want to be healthy with yeah, it. Like you, you saying, yes. go buy a pack of ramen. 
No, it's not healthy. And, and you don't need that cell phone or that laptop. Like, um, I'm sorry. I have <laughs> online classes. I want to see my grades on Blackboard. Right. Like, and sorry, this, I can't. And this class is sending out group texts. I need my phone. I'm <laughs> yes, sorry. Yes, it's, 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 I agree with you. I, I can't, am... I can't escape it. And, and the other issue is then you get the same people that say that millennials are lazy and, and they're pointing out that, yes, we need to do something about this college debt problem are the same people that are, are calling us lazy and, um, they're, they won't support this idea of um canceling student debt or anything like that exactly and i'm not saying that college needs to be free i'm just saying we need to lower the tuition rates and make merit-based systems way more accessible to people i agree because i'm so i'm so glad that i had scholarships that were able to support me Mm. but it still wasn't enough like i still have debt yeah that's the game your scholarships are just enough for it's like it's like it takes the taxes, mm-hmm. the tax off of your debt. Yeah. Like it doesn't, they don't do anything. And it sucks because especially being a commuter, I'm not living on campus. So I'm not really like reaping the benefits of it. What am I paying for? Exactly. So I'm like, wow, like at a community college, this, this class is $500. At a university, this class is $2,500. It's just not And you fair. still can't find parking. <laughs> Please don't get me started on parking. <laughs> a woman is like a tea bag. You can't tell how strong she is until you put her in hot water. Eleanor Roosevelt. And that's all for this edition of Millennially Speaking. I'm David Latimer. And I'm Sherelle Boyer. And in honor of our 10th episode, we're excited to announce that we'll be starting a special online video series called Millennially Speaking 2. That's T-O-O, not T-W-O. It'll feature special online exclusive discussions, as well as new content you won't find on the podcast. Episodes drop Tuesdays starting April 2nd on our new YouTube channel. We'll be back next week.